everybody welcome back to the hidden zoo where every week or so we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist my name is don and with 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 me as always if i can speak is blake <laughs> spit it out don fuck you blake this is an audio meaty medium okay You're stuttering over there <laughs> you're stuttering like i'm not sleepy joe make... biden i'm not gonna tease you <laughs> it's yeah. difficult to overcome yeah, I don't have a stutter though. I just, I just fuck up I sometimes. Occasionally, will. That I don't sucks. know why. It just cause suddenly sometimes I'll I'll stammer and stutter. Yeah, and it's not consistent or specific to anything. It just sometimes happens. When I know what I'm gonna say, I don't tend to use verbal pauses, or if I do, it's like on purpose. Like, I've, I've almost excised verbal pauses from my speech when I know what the fuck I'm talking about. What do you mean by verbal pause? Just like, stop like, talking? No, like, or, like uh, uh, or filler, filler words. Um, or know, I guess yeah. filler sounds. Yeah. Or if you're I, Japanese, I broke... eto, which is the weirdest fucking filler because it has two syllables. <laughs> I broke myself of it listening to, to Spocast. Ah, because you noticed how often you did. Because I noticed, and it's yeah. bad. It's so much better to just not make a sound. Yeah. Well, I so I realized a while ago when when uh, see there it was when John Stewart was hosting the Daily Show that he used verbal pauses like that in in an intentional way to kind of add to the effect of what he was saying. You're right. So he if you would, watch he him, would do a, uh, uh, yeah, he'd be like, and and, then, uh, yeah. and uh, 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 and like that's a thing that he did, and it's so part of his shtick. Though. Yeah, and so I don't think it's I bad assume. to I always it's use a verbal those. Tick. But if you if you use them all the time, then maybe you should practice. I don't. I don't know. My best high school teacher had an ometer. <laughs> and he would sit. He'd sit there behind you with his at the whiteboard with a pen. That's great. And tally every time you said um or uh. When uh, when I took my man. When someone's like, "Oh, where's your ometer?" and he just looked at him like, "You're a fucking idiot," <laughs> and didn't respond. <laughs> Which is now like looking back at that dude, I think like, what a rad teacher I had. <clears throat> it was just this cranky old man. <laughs> It was really hilarious and was limited by being a public school teacher to where he wanted to look at you and just say, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, uh, I had a teacher. The, the teacher I had who would have done that was my AP history and government teacher, junior and senior years. And he didn't do that, but he did. There was one guy who he occasionally essentially said, you're a fucking idiot, too. Like on <laughs> on regular like one time, he just walks up to this dude in the middle of a test out of nowhere and goes, "I hate you. I'm gonna fail you." <laughs> he had. There were the, some the girls that were talking, and he's like, "You like all right?" He's like, "If the Rhea sisters will be quiet." And they're like Rhea sisters. He's like, "Yeah, we got 
Paya, Daya, and Ghana. You can figure out who's who. <laughs> and then later on, there was like a fourth girl that was talking. And he's like, ah, I'm out of Rhea's sister. So this dude at the, this one of the, the, one of our comics. Yeah. Had to say pizza. <laughs> like immediately. Like he'd been thinking, he'd clearly been like thinking about it. If there's another he's like, Rhea. Oh man, if Mr. Gala ever adds a Rhea's sister, I'm going to be there. Pizza. And he goes, pizza. And Gala, Gala, Mr. Gala stops and he says like, pizzeria. And just nodded. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> Good on you, kid. Yeah. So this dude, uh, this dude was uh, Mr. Munn. And I, uh, Mr. Munn. Everybody hated him uh, in, in the grades above us. For some reason, he had this terrible reputation. And if you watch what he did in the hallway, he was like a real stickler for rules, which is weird because when you get to know him, you find out he's like kind of a crazy ex-hippie leftist. But when it came to stuff like dress codes, he was always making sure that guys' shirts were not dirty and girls didn't have their spaghetti strap showing or whatever. Like he, was, he was all about dress codes, and he always wore like a, like a sweater vest. But then he took his class, and everybody in my year fucking loved this guy. Everybody before and after us absolutely hated him. But except for the dude whose name I will not mention, because that seems like outing somebody who he always gave shit to. He always gave shit to my friend Jason, too. Because at the time, Jason was kind of a paranoid libertarian. And when he would say something in government class, and we were, like, discussing the Federalist Papers or whatever, Munn would be like, oh, the black helicopters kind of come get you, Stone? Are they coming to get you? But this other dude, one time he gave a speech, and he 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 was one he was day was the butt monkey for everybody, and he fucked up a lot, you know, like he flubbed shit reg, uh, regularly. And during this speech, he said, he, I think he closed with, as Jesus said in the Bible, "Give a man a fish, and he will eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, and he will eat for a lifetime," which Jesus did not say in the Bible. And all Munn had to say was like, hey, that you misattributed that quote. What he did say was, that was a pretty good speech, except for the ending part where he just used the wrong savior and the wrong holy book. But who cares about things like that? <laughs> Man, being a, I can't, I, of all the gray, of all the, like the three options of primary, middle, or like, I, like you'd have to be high school, but God damn, that would be annoying <laughs> when you're like a 50 year old man. <laughs> And some, like, 17-year-old kid is mouthing off to you about government. Like, that's got to be just, like, you want to just, I, like, I, I should hit you. But I realize that you're a child. And you can't help being obnoxious. But that would have to just be like, ah! It, he, uh, he was our... He was Tell our, me your opinions, teenager. <laughs> he was our faculty sponsor for the school chapter of Amnesty International, which was pretty cool of him. Mr. Gala didn't eat lunch. He just smoked <laughs> in his car. <laughs> oh, that was my uh, that was my senior year TV teacher. I can't for the life of me remember his name. Uh, the The guy who taught TV sophomore and junior years, that was Thorne. Pat Thorne, not his brother Jeff Thorne, who ran stage crew. Jeff Thorne was cool. Pat Thorne was a pervert. And he just got sick of teaching TV and handed it off to this other guy who we'd come to class and he would always walk in late, just obviously having chain smoke like four cigarettes in his car. <laughs> I could teach TV. Yeah. He didn't know shit about TV, which was great. He was just the guy who was like, yeah, sure, what the fuck, I'll do it. So he just, just wanted to be an assistant it. football coach. I got to do something here. No, he was an English teacher. 
He wasn't a he wasn't a coach or anything. He was just your your bog standard English teacher, pretty cool dude, who was like, sure, I'll try that. And because we knew all of the equipment and he knew none of it, we just got to do whatever we wanted senior year. It was great. And we'd get our papers back. We had to write papers because mm-hmm. he he ran shit like a like a college class. Yeah, so did mine. he's like he's like I don't care if you read this stuff, but you're gonna write a paper on it. Yeah, <laughs> we care about that. And so you get your paper back, and it would be just like oily and sticky because <laughs> he was clearly just like smoking while he was uh-huh. reading them and so you'd get it back you'd be like ugh <laughs> the paper would just feel like tacky that's so gross it was really gross get, and it was funny like some of the kids you'd get secondhand cancer just handling your, your papers like I knew about this because my I had a like my best friend in like elementary school's parents smoked in the house mm-hmm. and so everything was like that <laughs> Just like gross and sticky and smelled like smoke. And you could tell the kids who had never been around it because you're like, oh, what is this? <laughs> that's called tobacco like, residue. That's Mr. Gala just reading these all like at once, I assume, because that's just how I picture him. He just sat down, like, oh, let's fucking do this. <laughs> and he would just like smoke a pack of. He would smoke as long as it took to read all the papers at once, yeah. I assume. Just I don't buy have a case anything of Marlboro's unfiltered. So Mr. I mean, Mun, I can uh, talk about that dude. I, we saw him at the grocery store <laughs> once, and he would call his de- he'd call well me but he'd pick out kids to call deadbeats, the uh-huh. ones who didn't do their homework. <laughs> so he called me deadbeat all the time, and so we saw him at the grocery store, and I kind of hit, and I just yelled, "Hey, deadbeat!" <laughs> and Bella like whirled around and looked, but didn't see anybody, and so he just he just shook his fist. <laughs> Which is, I find so hilarious that that was his reaction. Like he didn't, he was gonna whirl on whoever was doing it, get him, but he didn't see anybody. Yeah, Mun is part of the reason uh, at the observer he whoever knew was who knew was there. He knew someone was gonna watch. Mun's part of the reason I remember exactly where I was on September 11th uh, because we had an in class. Uh, well, he, he did essay tests, right? So he would reserve a computer, a computer lounge or computer room, whatever the fuck lab, lab, computer lab. And he would sit us all down and say, here's your, here's your prompt. You got the whole class period to write five pages or whatever. And we had a test scheduled for the morning of September 11th. Oh, hold on. You probably heard that. Let me turn what was off, that? No, turn off notifications on my Google chat. Um, <laughs> someone's, someone's messaging yeah. Don. <laughs> So the first plane hits the tower. I come out of the planetarium that me and my astronomy class and our creationist astronomy teacher were trying to figure out how to run. So we didn't know what the fuck was happening. Astronomy teacher? Yeah, uh, it's a different story for another day. And wow, all light is only six thousand years away from us. I know. Cool. And uh, he also thought the moon landing was a hoax. So and. Oh. I walk out, oh. and, and the girl who uh, who had like two weeks before had just broken up with me was like going nuts. Like she walked by in the hall. I was like, "What's wrong?" She said, "What the fuck do you mean? What's wrong? Don't you know what happened?" I was like, "What are you talking about? I've been in the planetarium for an hour and a half." And she's I like, "Can't oh. check my phone. It's two thousand one." Yeah, the the plane hit the World Trade Center. What the fuck? So and then, you know we go to we go to Mun's class. He leads us to the computer lab. And we're like. Man, did you not see what the, what's happening? You're still going to make us do an essay test? He's like, yes, you're still going to write your test. Like, shit happens. This is terrible. But the world moves. And, and then he put on the TV showing the news while we were writing. And in the middle what? of this test, the second plane hit. 
Are you serious? And at the time, we were just like, fuck you, man. Oh, Jesus, fucking bullshit. And as an adult, I'm like, I really appreciate that. Like, that's an important lesson that you need to keep your shit together even when stuff goes south. Like, you can't just quit True. life. Because... But also, you're taking a... What, was this high school? Yeah. You're taking a high school test. Who gives a fuck about a high school test? He did. He called everyone <laughs> scholars. Except for, you know, Jason uh, but and the other guy. Actually, he called them scholars, too. But he'd see you in the hallway if you were in his class. He'd be like, scholars, how's it going? And that was what you yelled at him when you saw him in public was, scholar! And he'd go, scholar! What a, it's so strange to just parse parse high school i know to where it's like what was important and what wasn't the five paragraph essay he made us memorize was not fucking important that's it's it's a good lesson it's just a weird way to get it well the lesson here's this is what i hate it's 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 like two things it's it's like i think it's a good message in a shitty package because of course being aware of what's happening on 9-11 mm-hmm. is more important than whatever history test you're, or whatever test yeah. you're doing. So I'm conflicted by that's a good message, but in a terrible package. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know. It's like the Lego movie. <laughs> See, I didn't, I didn't like Where the Lego Don, movie. Where Don hates the Lego movie. Part Let's of the reason was I couldn't figure out what the message was. But it has a weirdly conflicting message, which like both of which are good. Is it like you need to work together with other people or you need to be an individual? And also, are the Legos alive or are they imaginary in this kid's thoughts? And also, if there's no wrong way to play with Legos, why is it wrong for dad to glue them together? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a conflicting message. They didn't know what they were trying to say, and it didn't help that I didn't really grow up with Legos and I don't really give a shit about them in the first place. And the whole, like the whole brand is so crassly commercial, and people just buy into, like, three levels of capitalist marketing. Like, yeah, it's Lego Batman, the video game. Fuck you. I, as, as far as I know, that, like, was, a like, a, a point to where they, they never did that before. And then they went all in, I well, think. I'm I, not 100% sure. According to the toys that made us, if I remember it correctly, that was in large part due to their shrinking market share, and they were losing a shitload of income. Oh, right. I watched that, too. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it, it came down to that or go belly up. Go and on. I understand why they made the decision, but the fact that people are so happy to play. I love my uh, Lego Y-Wing uh, and my Lego A-Wing. Good for you. So... <laughs> Uh, what do you got for us? I, uh, I have a guest today. You have a guest? Yeah. I was unloading all my Time Life book boxes. Yeah. And I've got, oh, I'm, showing the, I'm showing the camera. Here, look, Dawn. I can still see it. It says <laughs> Mysterious Creatures. But, again, audio po- audio, audio <laughs> podcast. Audio well, you, But if you snap a picture of that, send it to me. I can make it the cover art, or I'm sure one exists on Google. Here, just take a picture of, of me holding it up on the little window. Uh, I don't know how to do that on a Mac. I mean, use your phone. Oh, oh. So it's like um. extra shitty. <laughs> I like it. Hold on. Hold it up. Oh, wait. Can you see the big, the, there yeah. we go. Give me a, give me a, like, do, do some mug, give, mug to the camera. Give me a weird look. Hang on. Should I be in my, like a high school senior photo? Yeah. I really hope that your senior pictures involved cryptids in some way. No, I just had a big snake. Oh, yeah. Mine were uh, Calvin and Hobbes books and my guitar. 
I hadn't grown a personality yet, so I had to rely on that. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's great. It's great being a nerd in high school, thinking you know shit. Yeah. I was like, no, oh, this is my thing, I guess. So it's kind of awesome <laughs> that you found that. Because when I was in Tennessee, there was, uh, there was a bookstore in Pigeon Forge. That Wait, did we describe what it was I was holding yet? Yeah, Mysterious Creatures, the Time Life Collection of Christmas yes, okay, books. Good, that nice. I, I, I'm surely at some point read because I remember that. I remember that. Cover. It was a library book. I This bookstore had a shitload of those on a shelf for like two bucks a piece. They did what? not have the mysterious creatures. They had UFOs. Damn it, they had all the dumb shit. Yeah, all, all the, the ghosts shit. And yeah. yeah, they had ghosts and psychics and the Bermuda Triangle, and they didn't have cryptids. I was so disappointed. Not kick-ass real stuff like cryptids? Cryptids, yeah. Which, by the way, the uh, copyright on I this. need to take you to, at some point, we need to go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Because it's, just, it's, it's, it's crazy Appalachian, Appalachian Vegas. There's just it's just go to Gatlinburg. It's weird ass shit. Dollywood's down there, and uh, the world's largest knife store. Go to Gberg. Gberg. G- yeah. And the world's largest knife store also is a gun store, and also sells historical relics. And you would have liked like all of their military stuff. Well, they, the show of shows, the really big military show, military uh, show, is somewhere around there. Is it? Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I think. It's somewhere in the Midwest. Um, I bought... So you can go buy an original SS smock if you want. Yeah, they had a bunch of Nazi shit. And some old lady was walking by the Nazi case, and she said, I just can't imagine buying any of that. I mean, I know it's history, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> Good on and you, I old would, lady. And I would look at it and go, mm, fake, fake, too expensive... <laughs> Probably fake, maybe made from original material. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole another like world. And I sent I sent Blake a and picture I don't have of access to because I don't have ten grand to spend on like a helmet cover. They had what did I send you the picture of the uh, M1 Garin clips? Oh yeah, the they were five clips. bucks a piece. Five bucks a piece, and they also said <laughs> the M1 Grand. Just that really grand gun. Grand. Right, they left gun. out an A. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's not how you spell Garand. So what are we doing with this book that you have? The Canadian designer of the M1 rifle. Garand? John Garand, yep. Are you sure he wasn't French-Canadian and it's actually the Garand? Yeah, it's just Gar. <laughs> you leave the last part off. Le Gar. Yeah, it's just Le Gar. Yeah. That actually means Fus- the war, so... Fusil M1. I don't, I don't know what it's am. <laughs> Fusil M. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just M. <laughs> M. Let's make the sound. Mm. It's M. It's M with a one, and they just go meh. <laughs> That's how the French speak lazily. I don't know. They'll be pissed no matter how I pronounce it. So, <laughs> so okay. So what are we doing? I'm with an this uneducated, book? uncultured this person. Book, this book is not itself a cryptid, although it is hard it's, to find. It's full of it's full of cryptids. It's from 1988. Yeah. Finally found the. The copyright, so it's going to be real up to date, late '80s cryptid information. It opens with a gallery of fabled beasts. Ooh! I purposely haven't opened this since I found it. <laughs> so, that dude, we can only, do it on the show. This is only twelve and a half bucks on Amazon. Wait, use copy for five twenty. 
Check eBay. They usually have them even cheaper. Shit, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to order a bunch of these. Or at least this one. Okay. So it opens with. It's got a gallery, a bunch of paintings, painting plates. <laughs> cryptid paintings? Of, uh, well, I think these are, these are mythical cryptids. So okay. we've got, you know, your dragon with the legs and the wings. Mm-hmm. Too many of each. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess two wings isn't too many. Or hexapode <laughs> dragon. Yeah, it needs one wing. Like Trogdor. No, he had two wings. He had one beak. Manticore. It's really gross looking manticore. He's all like orange and gremlin-y. Oh, shit. Okay, here's what I need you to do. I'm going to take bad pictures of all of these and post them on Facebook. (laughs) Hold that up. It's like a badger with no fur. It's, uh, wait, hold on. I was in the photos app. Not the camera app. Is this what it looks Uh, like in Harry Potter? Um... Is there a manticore in Harry Potter? I don't know. I assume so. I don't think. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember anything that looked like that. <laughs> it's the one. It's kind of like how Don won't drink and I won't consume Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like at this point, at this point, I'm not interested. What's the point? I never. Yeah. Like I never was before. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I agree that it's good. It's a because. Thing. It's apparently it's, like everybody else likes it, so it's. I assume it's good. It's fine. I don't it's understand. <laughs> I enjoyed it when I read it, and then the books ended, and the movies ended, and I thought it was done. But I I underestimated the Star Warsian staying power of Harry Potter. It's it's just it's Harry Potter is Star Wars for younger millennials. That's what it is. Yeah, which I see, and it's. Yeah. I am not one to judge in that arena because. I don't want to tell you how long an Imperial 2 class Star Destroyer is, but I know. <laughs> yeah, you told us the last episode. <laughs> and I'm fucking embarrassed. Yeah, I know. Okay, so what, what's next? coming up. What's next? Oh, the Deceptive Kraken. The like Deceptive? The, I- the Island Kraken. Uh, wait, so it, it pretends to be an island. Yep, and then you you land on it, and then it turns into a monster and sinks. That's awful. Can I see a picture? Yeah, he's kind of cute. Oh, he doesn't look like a squid. He just looks like a big old sea monster. Yeah, he's most. Oh, wait, yeah, I didn't get a just... picture. Hold it up. Oh shit! Well, that's what we're doing. That. I forgot. Okay. Bad pixelated photos. Yeah, he just looks like a sea monster with horns, just like a giant sea snake thing, like an oh, ogopogo. So we got the Hydra from Greek mythology. Uh, boring. The baleful basilisk. Boring. You know, the, the chicken, the cockatrice-looking yeah, thing. that turns you The gigantic stone. griffin. Boring. And then we go... Oh, we start with creatures of the sea. Like Ogopogo, Champ, and Morag. Those aren't from the sea. Those are from lakes. Wait, what's a Morag? That sounds oh, like... Oh, they differentiate between freshwater beasties. Okay. Mo- <laughs> Morag sounds like uh, some type of weird slang for, like, a tampon. It's like a one. I'm sure it's just like a one of something that was seen twice, <laughs> like the Tennessee Wildman. Oh, sea devils looking for the. Oh, the search for unknown beasts. Here's a whole portfolio of beasts that were searched for and do exist. Okay. So the megamouth shark. Okay. Of which, at this time, there were only two examples. <laughs> Oh, a Komodo dragon. Yeah, those only been known for less than a century, 1988. So which cryptozoologists uh, hunted these down and found them? 
I think they were just regular zoologists. Oh. No. Because <laughs> they hadn't developed the idea of cryptids yet. <laughs> oh, the, the okapi. Yeah, I remember that. I've seen those at the zoos. The weird llama giraffe. Yep. The giant, well, oh, Westerners. This is kind of like, oh, the Chinese haven't known about pandas for like forever. <laughs> Showing your bias there, book. This is real stupid that this is even in here. The extremely rare giant pandas found only in China and Tibet. Westerners first saw a live one in the early, this doesn't fucking count. So the person who wrote this was is totally on board for Columbus Day. That's what I just learned. Yeah. No, he discovered it. Those other people. Giant pandas. Scratch, scratch, scratch. <laughs> Panda? That's dumb. If you've had, like, one of the oldest organized cultures ever has probably known about them for that entire time, <laughs> leave, the, leave the Westerners part out. They were, so they were totally cryptids to white guys. Yeah. Um, and the mountain gorilla. Yeah, well. That's... You know, it's I'm I'm more I'm more willing to give them that one since yeah. the mountain gorilla was known by lots of people who couldn't write yet, mm -hmm. and it it's like the closest to the story that every cryptozoologist wants to tell. You know, of oh well, nobody believed these natives when they said there was this ape man, but then it was there. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> and you don't have the uh, as the China option if you've been so pandas. <laughs> like, yeah, we know. And they're like, oh, do you know about them? Like, yeah, we have scientists who, like, wrote shit about them hundreds of years ago. You want to see? <laughs> huh, let's, go to our, let's go to our library where we wrote all that down for hundreds of hundreds of years. This isn't writing. What is this crap? These squiggles, <laughs> these weird pictures. Oh, and the coelacanth. Coelacanth yep. is, in, is in here. It's got to be. Which, I mean, that's, it's really not that, of a, that much of a stretch. No. Find like a weird shark, yeah, a strange fish, or to find a primitive fish with lots of lobity fins. That's <laughs> not that's not that odd. Okay, so let's let's do something. I want to pitch no, an idea. Read to you. I'm just going to read this while you listen. I'm going to pitch an idea to you. Tell me how many pages are in this book. Off the top, should I guess or should I look? No, just fucking just look. <laughs> Three. It's more than three. Oh, shit. There's a little chunk of a corner missing. Oh, no. I don't like that. Did you dog ear it, you piece of shit? Fuck no. I'm not a monster. I was for a long time. Let's see here. 127 worth. Plus a couple, uh, several photo pages that are not numbered. So, like. Okay. So, I'm going to name a, I'm going to just give you a number. And you're going to tell me, we're going to talk about the monster that's on that page. It's like 140. How does it sound? Does that sound good? Oh, I just got to a globster. Okay. I wasn't called a globster yet. Oh, what'd they call it? Just, oh, this is the, what is it? The St. Augustine giant octopus? It's that one. So it has a specific name. I'm trying to find where that's. It doesn't have it. Just read the picture captions, idiot. Don't search the text. <laughs> it's, I'm pretty sure it's a St. Augustine monster. But then later became classified as a globster because it's just a big lump. Mm -hmm. you know, with a turn-of-the-century man next to it. Looking all, <laughs> looking all Mark Twainy. <laughs> See here. Like a rumpled, he's got a rumpled 
<laughs> um, not a fedora, the uh, the more not quite a trilby, somewhere you know, like a, like a you know like a fedora for not douches. No, I don't. Well, in this context okay. of it being 1896. <laughs> See here, you large lump of fat. You're going to pose for a daguerreotype. Yeah. And you'll not take any guff from anyone who is from 100 years from now, who at this time would 100% be wearing a bowler like a dork. <laughs> and if you take that guff, if you plan to take that guff, I will poke you with my walking cane. Oh, he totally should have a walking cane. He doesn't? I'm surprised he no. doesn't have a walking cane. Well, he's, he's on the beach, though. So? I mean, he, I guess he could be poking the globster with it. Because I'm, I'm envisioning fucking dude from uh, from Jurassic Park, John John Hammond. No, that's not John Hammond. That's like Woodrow Wilson. She's probably the same age. Nerd. Fucking <laughs> Woodrow Wilson-ass nerd. Let's see. Oh, the uh, the Cape Gloucester monsters in here. The Gloucester monster. Is that what? The Gloucester that? Gloucester monster. The Gloucester monster. Yeah. Yeah, the Gloucester monster. I don't That's think we here. talked about that one. Yeah, we did. I'm sure we did that one. Okay. I'm I'll confident. take your word for it. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure. I'm confident we did that one. Okay, give me page forty-three. The, the Daedalus. Sea serpent that's probably a giant squid, but in the drawing, this looks kind of like a dick with an eyeball. <laughs> You've seen this one, right? Let me see. Hold it up. Yeah, I remember that one. This one that's yes. probably just a giant squid. <laughs> yeah, like that was like an old timey woodcut. And they think that that going forward, you know, is a squid going backward. The, yeah. the, the front of the squid with the flukies. They thought it was a head. Makes it look like a head. Yeah. Or in this instance, a wiener. Kind of like a wiener. <laughs> what would you say, 43? Yes. Let's see. Oh, shit. The uh, Zwiyumaru. Uh, Zwiyumaru? Zwiyumaru? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rotten Baskin shark hanging from the, the fishing net. The plesiosaur, you mean. Excuse me, the plesiosaur. When I was a little kid, I was 100% sure this was a plesiosaur. I know. Well, it looks just like a fucking plesiosaur. Like, like what kind of, like, what asshole would say this isn't a dinosaur? It's so obviously a dinosaur. It's got fins. <laughs> it's got a, the neck. It's got two legs up in front mm -hmm. and a long skinny neck with a little head on the end. Of course it's a dinosaur. A dinosaur. I remember being like on the school bus, being like like excitedly first. Dis wow, that's a weird <laughs> memory that just came up. Having like having a library book and looking through it on the bus and coming across this Wii U Maru hanging dinosaur photo and being like, <laughs> "Holy shit, dinosaurs are still around for sure, hundred percent." That reminds me of a book I still have. It's a tiny little paperback. Let's see if I can find. Uh. Okay, uh, while I'm working on this, you go to page 103. Oh, flipping by some good stuff. Oh, motherfucker, there he is. You're one page away from a motherfucking Deloitte's ape. <laughs> well, I'm glad I missed you it. Land, you landed on a 1951 Yeti, Yeti footprint. Was it the? This isn't the one next to the ice axe, is it? It's exactly the one next uh, to the uh, ice axe. 
where the where the the distinguishing mark of the second toe being much longer than the rest of the toes. That one. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. that one. God damn! I it. love that that there's only so much of this crap. <laughs> They've been using the same shit for sixty years. And that there's only so much of it. Like there, I mean, people have made more, but you know, yeah. the only like legit. Legit ones. There's mm-hmm. like a finite amount of it. Well, because like so, Don immediately knew which exactly, exactly which one. Exactly the ice. Okay, so one. did you ever read this? I I don't know. There were lots of pictures. Uh, it was illustrated in black and white. I still have a copy of this, and it always creeped me out. And I uh, and it hit me not that long ago that the reason the, the Yeti illustration creeped me out. Because a guy drew just like a just a standard ass Bigfoot walking through the snow, but he put the Deloys Apes face on it. Oh no! Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, but that's oh, that what was the book we were that you just showed me? Monsters, Strange Dreams, and UFOs by Phyllis Rabin Emmert. Huh? She wrote a bunch of books that had like the same style like i remember reading this one i never owned it but i got it from the library like the exact same cover style Street of people yeah i don't i don't remember that one and it's just, yeah so this one That's was not, like this doesn't mean i didn't pick it up and look at it it's bermuda triangle and amelia Earhart. you know all that all those Ooh, all the good stuff yeah mystery the stuff the that they would tease on unsolved mysteries yep. and then it would be one tiny segment and then the rest of it was just like the rest of it was just then murdered. she was murdered. I do remember getting super sucked into they they spent almost a whole episode on the I want to say the Rendlesham Forest UFO sighting, the one in England by the Air Force Base. Yeah. That one? Yeah. <laughs> of course I I knew which one you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, were they like military thing too? Yeah. <laughs> well, like you said, there's only so much of this shit. I know. Well, like, you know, legit ones. Like, if I say Betty and Barney Hill, you can probably talk for five minutes about it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, this, that, that crazy bitch. I think she's still alive. I, you know, what's weird is that I, I wasn't until, like, a couple of years ago when, you know, I hadn't thought about that in a while. Uh-huh. And I think it's because you were talking about it. And I looked it up, and I was like, holy shit, interracial couple? Yeah, I know. And that was my first. I was like, "What? Like, forget all this UFO bullshit." When? When? When was this? Where oh, was no. this? Betty Betty died in two thousand four. I was way off, but she survived way longer than her husband did. Uh, he died in nineteen sixty nine, and she eventually got to the point where she was just making up so much crazy shit that the other ufologists were like, "No, sorry, Betty, you're gotta, you're gotta, too." David Ike, David Ike, you're fine. David Ike is distancing himself from you. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks you sound nutty. <laughs> so, yeah, a, an interracial couple who who were taken aboard an alien spacecraft that remarkably resembled the episode of The Outer Limits that they had that watched just, just, just a week Weird. before. Yeah. Fuck. So, this, oh, God, goddamn Deloitte's ape. Why? He, don't look it's at a it. whole page. You want to see? No. Do you want me to sleep tonight? You can really see his ding dong. I know. You can always see his ding dong. Fucking dead spider monkey. Page. Dead ass fucking bullshit spider monkey. Fuck him. All right. Page 69, dudes. Dude. 
Okay, some Scottish people. Scottish people? Those are those exist. I'm uh, afraid to break it to you. That's <laughs> it's a very ignorant either. thing you just said. And the entire island of Scotland. Yeah, but they're so horrible. Land, look at the entire whoa, land I, of Scots. They're on an island. Ireland's an I island. I had to. I had to look at them for a brief moment. It was horrible. <laughs> you're you're exercising. You're, you're participating in Scott erasure right now, <laughs> and they do not appreciate it. Oh, I'm being the Scotch guard. <laughs> no, I'm being the Scotch guard. Keeping them the hell out off of my furniture. <laughs> <laughs> You'll sit on the floor and like it, you redhead son of a bitch. I get oof my couch. <laughs> Are you wearing underwear under that fucking dress? That's that's my approach, is to just make, make every O word and ooh. ooh. I don't think that's quite a Scottish accent, but it's... A, no, but it, it works for me, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, so page 69, what do we got? Let's see, we got a, uh, a Nessie cage. Were they trying to catch her, like in The Simpsons? As the, as the wave of Nessie sightings continued in 1934, the publicity-minded Bertram Mills Circus of London announced it would pay... 20,000 pounds for the live monster. Some optimistic souls quickly began building cages such as this 35-ton steel model for the beast. They should have just drained the lock like Mr. Burns did. Drain the... Oh, it's just the Loch Ness High School parade float. (laughs) It just dumped it in the water to fuck with the grown-ups. Also, there's a photograph, purportedly the first recorded image of the Loch Ness monster from 1933, and it's just some blurry nonsense. Wait, when was the when was the surgeon's photo? Right around, I thought I thought 34. Uh, when was it, Loch Ness monster? 33 or 34 would have been my guess, because yeah, oh, I'm yeah, sure it's, it's in this 34. in this publication somewhere. You're right, 34. So the first... Oh, I flipped to the Scottish people again. Oh, Oops. damn. Look at this Tweety bastard. <laughs> getting me so just Britishy, and especially Scottish. <laughs> I lied. Look at this There's one. There's a beast in that lake. She's like, ooh, beasties. <laughs> I, when, I was a young, when I was a wee lass, I was riding on his back. <laughs> I ride on one of his humps around the lock. For everybody who can't see, that that was a redhead old lady from Scotland in a window. My sister's boyfriend is Scottish, but he'll never hear it. Yeah. What's he going to do anyway? Kill you with his superior... What's he going to do? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what I meant. What's funny is that if you take him to some, like, bumblefuck bar in Idaho where, like, no one's ever left the county, they're like, we can't... What? They, <laughs> they just can't understand him. And it's what are you talking about? He's he ordered a Miller Light. He's, yeah. Like why can't they, they just can't? They'll look. They'll look at him. Just where are you from? Like what? What? One more time. Egypt. And every like other people are looking. Estonia. At him like, uh, he just he's asking for a water. What? <laughs> like, can you really just not understand anyone who's? Mar- has a marginally different inflection and tone and accent. No, 
Unless it's an American one. Like, I bet they could understand somebody from Tennessee or Georgia just fine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, page. Oh, monster. Page. Again, when I was a little kid, 100% sure this was real. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the all surgeon's of this, photo. All of this was fact. Until you learned the surgeon's photo was, was an admitted hoax. Like, it looks so fucking good. It's a it it is a it is a good image that captures the imagination. It's only a model. Yes, that is correct. A plasticine and a toy submarine. Page hundred and one. Hundred and one. Let's see. Ooh, I'm going to buy some good stuff. You Motherfucker, you, you want to see what's on uh, number one? Get ready. Another Deloitte ape. <laughs> Woo! I'm holding oh, this. thanks. There it is. There's his strange carrot-like. Yeah. Oh, you picked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, 113. Let's see. It's some dudes in the jungle. What are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about the Yaren. Okay. We covered the Yaren. It's just some Chinese folks hanging out in the forest. So, what does it say about and, the Yaren? Uh, she's, let's see, Chinese peasant. Gong Yulan shows scientists the tree where, in 1976, she observed a shaggy human-like beast scratching its back. <laughs> you see, one weird thing, and then white people come ask you about this tree for 20 fucking years. Let's see. Uh, hair recovered from the bark was judged that of an unknown higher primate. Oh. Was it, though? Yeah. Yeah, was, was it? Was it really? Was it a deer or a goat? <laughs> Also, this is 1976. This means someone's like looking at it with a magnifying right. glass, right? Like, or a microscope <laughs> at best. No DNA, no nothing. Just yeah. Well, it doesn't look like a dog. <laughs> the, no, I don't know. It's just like orangutan ball hair. We've never looked at that before. <laughs> Orangutans don't typically manscape, so <laughs> they don't. There's not a lot of uh, tang pubes left around. Yeah, looks like they're just calling it the Chinese wild man, which, you know, you and I know is the Yaren. Yes. There's a bug in my office, and I think it's a mosquito, and I don't like it. Sorry. I want to smack it. But doing that? Not, well, I have headphones on, so I can't exactly tell. Oh, well, I don't know if you recognized it earlier. <clears throat> and you know it's, oh, here's the enigmatic Iceman. Uh, the, the one made of latex? <laughs> yeah, Minnesota Iceman. That, that, now it just like it looks even worse. Okay, Minnesota Iceman. What? <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> Iceman sounds like a just a really shitty archaeological adventurer. <laughs> Minnesota Iceman. <laughs> oh, Indy, Indy, I'm here. Do you need help? No, Excuse I. Excuse me, it's uh, pronounced Heisman. I've already, I've already found the Ark of the Covenant and used it to kill the Nazis. Oh, but I, oh, I'm so sorry, I missed it. I'm sorry. A Minnesota Iceman away. You just put Mort Goldman in, a, <laughs> in an Indiana Jones outfit. No one said there would be so many Nazis. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that we can kill all of these Nazis, but boy, there are a lot. Asking if the monkey, but the monkey brains are kosher. <laughs> I don't. I'm just that. kidding. I don't keep kosher. <laughs> I'm reformed. 
Okay, well, page 23. Oh, man, Minnesota Iceman is stupid. Yep. Why, is, why is this in a book purporting to purlay facts? Did you say 23? Yeah, I think. Going past. Oh, there's a coelacanth. Hey, but that's real, though. Yeah. Well, okay. you know, they bring it up as an example of right. things that are real. All right, so let's get deeper into the book then. I don't want more things that are real. Uh, 37. Oh, that one's all text. I'll go to the, let's see, what are we looking at? The next closest champ? heading. We're looking at... Um, Not champ. Doesn't say which, uh, which monster we're looking at. On the previous page, there's this obviously fake giant tadpole-looking thing. I know that one. I know exactly the picture you're talking about. Yeah, that one. Yep. Really blatantly fake giant tadpole. Yeah, the giant tadpole shadow under the lake. Yep. Glowing eyes. That one and the other one I remember of Champ specifically just looked like a a blurry paper mache attempt. At, at making a plesiosaur. It's like brown, but with like a splotch of red where the mouth is supposed to be. I think that oh, the champ. The photo caption um, labels it uh, a hoax. Oh, good. Because <laughs> it obviously yeah. is. The odd placement of the eyes along with lesser, the photographer's peculiar story and shady reputation led investigators to brand his story a hoax. <laughs> Okay. Uh, darn. Yarn. I said, "Darn it." Darn. Oh, what a good, what a good, obviously phono, phony photo. Is Mothman in there? I don't believe so, but let me check huh. the index. Ah. <gasps> oh, look. What? <laughs> what? Let's flip it to the back. They have a whole host of movie posters. Yeah. Of, of things. Which is really have the, media. They've got the. It's got discussed. Let's run through these real quick. It starts with, it starts with them. Okay, the giant ants. Them is a a brilliant movie. I love it. It's a really good movie. <laughs> Which I mean, giant ants aren't encrypted that we've been able to find. No. But man, that them is a good movie. It's most all the all the promote uh, promotion before it premiered mentioned nothing about the ants it was just them them so you didn't know what them were or was and no one knew and they like tease at all the things that are happening in the movie but that never gives away the giant ants and the movie cuts to that for a while it's so you're good i don't know like 30 40 minutes in before it's like oh shit it's giant ants (laughs) That's, that's if i didn't know that that would be fucking crazy that's good filmmaking right there East from 20,000 Fathoms. The stop motion Rhodesiosaurus, whatever it was called. That one's pretty good. The original fly from the 50s. Uh, yep. Plant people, which I have not seen but need to. Plant people? Oh, the mutations, it's called. Oh, never heard of it. Let's look that up. But what really caught my eye was this one. What? They have melt. It's Melty Bear. It's a Melty Bear. It's Melty Bear from Prophecy. Nice. This is a fantastic creature movie from I think nineteen seventy nine, eighty. We've talked about it a few times. 
We've mentioned it multiple times. <laughs> Prophecy is is great. Oh, and that was it's like they went from all like nineteen fifties stuff to here's the latest and the greatest prophecy. <laughs> was I looking up? I was indexing something. Yeah. Oh uh, Mothman. 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 Let's see here. Um, no. There is no Mothman. He's probably in one of the more supernatural ones. Yeah, probably. Okay, now look up Jacko. I remember that one from my first monster book that it was like, it was supposed to be a, a, a young Bigfoot or something that had been captured in, in the 1800s. Jacko, parentheses, Sasquatch. Hey. Page 116. Fuck yeah. See, see also Sasquatch. <laughs> Okay, let's see. 116 for Jacko. I wonder if there's a picture. There's some real bad drawings of... <laughs> there's one... <laughs> Hang on, I'll get to... Remind me to get back to that photo of this... Or not photo, this drawing of this really awkward-looking Sasquatch. Okay. Okay, 116. <gasps> oh, Albert Rob, Albert Ostman. He's on here. Fuck yeah, he is. Because he was, he he almost had sex with Sasquatches. And there's a picture of him wearing like a quint hat. Let me see. That may be that may be the one that I use as the cover. Where he's he looks like he should be Whitland, but he's holding looks like some kind of pamphlet. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the famous one. I used. Yeah, that, I think that the one, only yeah. photo of him that they have. There are a couple. I, I think there's one in color, but. That's the that's the Albert Osman photo. Northern Rocky Mountains in 1884. A train crew had captured a short, long-armed man-like creature covered with coarse black hair. Boy, I wonder if it was a circus train. They named the immensely powerful creature Jacko. Immensely powerful. Jacko's fate is not known. He simply disappeared from the record. Either a chimpanzee escaped from a circus or some <laughs> suggest... A juvenile Sasquatch. So here's something I remember reading. <laughs> I, I don't know where I read this. I could have just completely made it up in my head. But the idea that somebody thought that, that hypothesized that Jacko was like a mid something midway between a chimp and a human because he had 47 chromosomes. How would they? How would anyone know that? Though? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> of, oh, so you have you got some samples to check out? Yeah, he left them in the in the cold on the coal shovel. Okay, yeah, because chimps have 48, and so he would have 47, uh, which doesn't make sense because. They're organized into pairs. Yeah, an odd number. Yeah. Unless it's like... Is that, not, is that possible? Well, I mean, if you have uh, like a trisomy syndrome or a monosomy syndrome, like if you have a Downs... Well, it's, it's possible, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. If you have Downs, you've got 47. But just this bizarre idea that 47 chromosomes means you're a perfect halfway between a human and a chimp. Like the <laughs> number of chromosomes... Like tomatoes have like an ungodly number of chromosomes... Don, it's just that's just math. Yeah, that's how math works. If you average those two numbers, that would be right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and that's so that's how half. And that's works. a perfect average. That's how hybrid hybridization works. Everyone knows. Yep. <laughs> 
Okay. That's so, like when I have a regular corn snake and an amelanistic corn snake. It comes out half and white. The babies and half... comes out just um, in between. You just average the two. <laughs> Punnett That's squares how it works. always end up an average. I watch Maury every day at work. <laughs> I know what's up. You can see that baby doesn't look like me. All right. Show me a picture of this, this poorly drawn Sasquatch. I can't tell if it's poorly drawn or the best drawn. It's this one that. Let me see if I get up. Oh, wait. Uh, I see it. I, let me snap him. a photo of this. He looks like he's got great buns. He does. Uh, he probably has better buns than the Beast of Bray Road. And it looks like he's embarrassed that he's got buns. No, he's jerking it. It's like he wants to show you the buns, but he doesn't want to look at you looking at his buns. He's a lefty and he's jerking it. That's what's so? happening because he's, he's, he's like, he's, don't look at me. He's hunched over, <laughs> like he's got one hand up to support himself because he's about his legs are shaking because he's about to come. You know, <laughs> I figured out. I figured out that this is this is. Don't look at me. <laughs> I am ashamed. Don't look at me. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. You can't see me, or if I why, can't see or you. why he doesn't want you to see him. But that's what he's saying. He's looking away. Don't look at me. <laughs> Just oh. like uh, the character from Mean Girls. Sasquatch don't want none if you don't got buns, hon. And then this one is just a drawing of like a hairy gingerbread man. <laughs> this is... That one? This is what the five-year-old saw. And then this one is just a hairy, more muscular gingerbread man. This is what the ten-year-old saw. And then this one is more of an Ostman style. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's like a patty. It's got pendulous breasts. Oh, no, these are pretty perky. For a Sasquatch. It's pretty wishful thinking, I think, for a Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, they don't wear bras, last I checked. The Brazilian technology has not made it to Sasquatch territory. It's on Sasquatches of Beverly Hills on E. <laughs> Sasquatch get great. Breast implants from good doctor. <laughs> it's uh, next on Botched, a Sasquatch <laughs> that got poor, did too big, too pendulous. <laughs> Everyone say. <laughs> Everyone say pendulous breasts on you, Sasquatch. Like, really, everyone? Yes, everyone. Yes, everyone. <laughs> I got... no, one, no one say, me see Sasquatch. Firm perky titties. They always say pendulous breasts. <laughs> it, it hard to speak with too much Botox. <laughs> yeah. So, Sasquatch, has anyone ever told you that? It, I assume that in your culture, that baring your teeth is a sign of aggression. No, Can you not. No, you cannot. Can't. Cannot move face. Face immobile. Yeah. <laughs> Lips too big. Much collagen. Brand new character, man. everyone. The <laughs> the severe plastic surgery board decisions female Sasquatch from Southern California. Sasquatch get back alley butt injection. <laughs> severe staph infection. Find out silicone from Home Depot. Learn what MRSA stands for. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's so dumb. Why am I laughing? I don't know. So stupid. 
like oh, that. Also, man. it's just that's of course how Sasquatch would talk. Yeah, well, not that's a good diction. That's our recurring. That's our recurring <laughs> theme of how Sasquatch talks. He talks like Captain Caveman. What we, we I think we call this one real cave wives of rural British Columbia. <laughs> real jackos. Hee <laughs> <laughs> hee. I just I just want to collect Sasquatch bones. <laughs> I thought that they said the elephant man had had a skeleton. I thought that he was a well, a real elephant man. Oh, I just watched the, uh, the the animated series for Black Dynamite, and I saw, I've seen one episode now, and it's it good? the premise being that, that Michael Jackson is a was a half alien, half human baby. Yes, and that uh, oh, shit. What's his name? The the dad Jackson. I don't actually remember his name. I was thinking, like, no, Tito, Jermaine, those are all the brothers. You know, Papa, Smackdown, beat up Jackson. Um, um, let's see. That he just, he's like, we just put an Afro wig and a brown, <laughs> browned him up the best we could and put a big old plastic nose on it. <laughs> Joe Jackson. <laughs> Joe Jackson. That's, that didn't sound right. That's what I was thinking. One of the and then like underneath the makeup, he just looked like he looked at the end where he was all freakish and like uh-huh. had that weird face pelvis and no nose. <laughs> like he came, he came like came out like that, all well crazy and gross. I think one and of they the, just covered it up for <laughs> one of the most clever years. things that Trey and Matt ever did on South Park was the Jeffersons episode where Michael Jackson moves in. And he's like reliving the glory days, dressing in the thriller outfit, but then his face starts <laughs> to fall off, and so he becomes like, like a zombie. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all ignorant, y'all racist. There's only so much cartilage in there. <laughs> yeah, you can only have so many nose jobs. I saw a little bit of one of those the other day. You know, waiting for a 90 Day Fiance to start. <laughs> like you love that show. <laughs> it's. It's hot trash. It's great. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with it. Not, not. It's not really the show itself. It's they get former participants to then just watch it and comment. <laughs> and some of them are hilarious. They're really funny. And that's fun to me is to watch people who like already did this but did it mostly successfully. To talk shit about people like rag on these other people. It's pretty funny. That's great. I enjoy that. But there's a bunch of like surgery shows where it's like a grown ass man who looks like this. Yeah. I I just grabbed, you know, what's available on my muscular face. It's not a lot. (laughs) And tried to pull it real tight. Yeah. So, you know, there's like a, like obviously a 55 year old man who's been like, I've done surgery for 30 years. Like, really? Well, you look like a, I'm not going to say monster, but it looks fucking <laughs> look weird to uh, have someone who's got, like, you're in your 50s and your face is like a drum. <laughs> that weirds me out. Conan said on his podcast a while ago that there was some male celebrity not named who it was when Andy was on the original late night show when, when Andy was still sidekick that Andy, you know, kind of sat next to and behind the guest in the first chair. <laughs> so we can see. And he, and he pointed out to Conan, <laughs> like during the commercial break, 
that this guy, whoever he was, it had so many facelifts that his beard hair was growing in behind his ear. And you could just very clearly see beard way further back from where beard's supposed to be. Just going all the way back. I've managed to get my beard back to where my balding is happening. You didn't say who it was, but my money's on Don Johnson. (laughs) Or somebody like that, yeah. (laughs) It's just, I find it super weird to... To have someone who's like in a like a doc like an older doctor role, who looks like that, <laughs> like even like, like I get the argument that yeah you want to you have to have like you can't have you can't do tattoos and not have tattoos everywhere. On the so other if hand, you're doing plastic surgery, you've got to have a ton of work done. That's pretty good. On the other hand, drug dealers aren't traditionally addicted to heroin. I had that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when, when that argument was made, I was like, "Yeah, but you know, you got to stay out of your product." Yeah, like every good dealer knows, every good pusher knows that. Oh, but I did this. I I did this surgery on myself. It just proves how good I am. Wow, that's a really good stupid argument too. <laughs> I didn't consider that. It's like, yeah, I do good work on yourself. You can't do that. Well, oh shit! Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> there are a couple of badasses though that had done that. There was a guy who did his own appendectomy. Yeah, but that's not your face. That's true, and it's like that's necessary. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Like you're not giving yourself a face. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> like I find it hard enough to properly shave, you know, like in the corner of the beard under your ear where yeah. it wants to be like to shave that and round it off. I find frequently it, I almost always miss like a tiny yeah bit. Yeah. And it's probably never symmetrical on my face. I can't imagine trying to like cut your own face and then stretch it back like the fucking <laughs> Edgar suit. Hurt <laughs> like of that too. <laughs> Please wear an Eggers. I love how that's like a reference that even people who have seen like two movies in their entire life, they know the Eggers suit. If you, yeah, if you talk about you know like pulling on an Eggers suit. Yep. And One, if you do like that motion <laughs> and say it, it's like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I get it. One time, I really annoyed my wife because I said I texted her and said I'm going to the grocery store on my way home from work. Do we need anything? And all she said was sugar. So I sent back a picture of Edgar and in water. She was not happy with that. She got it, but she was not happy with that. Oh, it's a great effect too. It's that's that movie's so fucking good. It's it holds up a hundred percent. Some of it, some it of does. The, it's a super nineties, yes, and still is fun. But some of the CGI is you know it's it's nineteen ninety seven, but yeah, oh, and it still it still looks pretty good. But it's it's written so well, it's acted so well, it's paced so it's just it's a good ass movie. It's pretty much, if you had to, like, distill Will Smith into a thing, you're like, what's Will Smith? You're like, this. Yeah. He also, raps, he raps. He raps. Just wait, till the, just wait till the credits. You'll see that, too. Yeah, he raps the plot. That's part and parcel of Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy that he wrapped the plot in the Aladdin remake. <laughs> I, I was joking. Like, oh, this, this isn't going to be a real Will Smith movie unless he wraps the plot. He hasn't done that in way too long. And then he totally did it. It was great. Okay, here's the, here's a pitch. <laughs> I don't know what the movie is. Okay, Will. But you, Will is in it briefly. He's, okay. he's He hits like a couple of lines just long enough to for you to go, oh, shit, that's Will Smith. And then he's out. But he wraps and the then, But, yes, at the end, roll credits, 
there's a whole dance video with a new dance mm-hmm. of him mentioning the name of the movie and reiterating its plot. And it's like a really complicated, like it's like a Gosford Park level ensemble cast complex <laughs> plot. And so it's like a 30 minute, it's a, it's a rapper's delight length rap. He's like, all right, what rhymes with inception? <laughs> so the track's called one mo level. That should be a, uh, it should be like a writer's workshop. Like, look, if Will Smith can't coherently rap your plot, fuck it. Start over. Yeah. <laughs> it's got too much shit. I love that. It's like if, if you can't if you can't imagine Will Smith rapping your plot while also dancing, <laughs> then just get out of here. Like, what it's are you it, doing? It's the modern version of Chekhov's gun, right? Because the point of Chekhov's gun was Anton Chekhov saying, your script needs to be tight, right? Don't introduce extraneous elements. Don't put a bunch of shit in the first act for no reason that doesn't pay off. And so the Will Smith rap test is just the 21st slash late 20th century version of is your script tight or is it or or is it a fucking uh, the fucking 40 year old virgin? Is it? <laughs> I just thought of him rapping about Ghostbusters and having a whole having a whole like verse devoted to Ernie Hudson in the third act. Like what, what's going on here? He shows up in the bridge of the song. <laughs> oh, that's really fun. Yeah, I like that. That's, all right. Although if I ever meet Will Smith and it's like, do you have a question for Will Smith? I'd be like, yes. Do you think you would be able to wrap the plot of Usual Suspects in a manner that is both fun and explains that terrible movie? <laughs> that's a really well-regarded movie. And you're right. It's not very good. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a great movie, huh? What's it about? It's, it's about... not about doing a goofy reveal at the end that, albeit a cool reveal. But it's also a reveal that makes it only makes sense if it is a movie because you're not going to start Kaiser Soze normal walking three feet out of the police station. <laughs> and also, it's just. It's like they managed to salvage this whole movie of you're like, what the fuck is this? And then at the end, you're like, that was awesome. Like, I had to because put up with last, Kevin Pollock the last, for this entire fucking movie. Yeah, it's like the last five minutes somehow justify like the two hours you just spent. Uh-huh. Like, wow, that was really good. That was, like, was a good twist. Was it, though? It had a really cool end, but yeah. that it's... Speaking of speaking of twist uh, movies, I want to end this with a plug for something else potentially I might be doing because we're in hour five, so it's been a long. We're run. into hour five. We're hour hour, hour six. Five yeah. hours. Yes, five. Yes, at an <laughs> hour five. Okay. okay. Or we uh, can we'll just chop it in half and then we can take nah, this week off. Nah, I don't like editing. Plus, there's not really a good place <laughs> to cut it. We just kind of I know. we just rambled the whole time. So, uh, friends of the show, John and Tom, we've been friends for a while. We have a group chat that goes back years. And Tom pitched an idea a couple of weeks ago that I, this must have just come when he was just like he was just watching The Sixth Sense and then also listening to fucking Silver Bullet Band. He said, "What if we did a podcast where every episode we watched a pe- we went through all of M Night Shyamalan's entire body of work." And we called it working on M night moves, right? 
Oh, shit. So this is happening. We have a Google Doc where we plan everything out, and it just has to wait for John's workload to slow down. And it's going to be like every, even his like obscure, like everything he wrote, like he wrote, he, he, he was a writer credited on 10 things I hate about you. So yes, we're going to do 10 things I hate about you. Oh, that name. Wait, I'm hearing my, uh, hello, Blake. Oh, I just stopped talking. I'm hearing myself. Oh, that's weird. So I don't know what's going on, but that. That joke name is such a Bob's Burger burger. It's a good one, and we, it needs it needs a burger. We'll we have to work on that. We figured that since that has a limited run, we just do seasons where we pick another director, you know, another filmmaker, and, and run through theirs with a bad pun. And my my pitch to that was uh, Shane it black. <laughs> well, how many? How Shane Black movies are there? Yeah, I don't know. Enough. I love Shane Black. That'll be like short. A Predator, Predator remake? Yeah, so uh, probably uh, <laughs> probably once we start doing that, I'll drop the first couple episodes on this feed to see if we can pull anybody over to that show. Uh, but uh, that that sounds like fun. And I'm sure they would be okay if you wanted to guest on it for <laughs> if you have a favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. And why did, huh. why did I remind this? Reminded me of this? Because of the twist at the end of the usual suspects. And we mutually agreed that we're never in the entire run of this show going to make a joke about the twist because it's been done to fucking death. Also, we're not going to make fun of his name also done to death and a little bit racist. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. His name's Shyamalan. Now we're going to, I won't do it anymore. Okay, fine. We're going to, we're going to make fun of his, uh, (laughs) bullshit ass pen name. M Knight is dumb as shit. That's going to get made fun of. But yeah, so looking for uh, look, look for that. Look for that on your podcast app uh, within the next four to six months. I don't. Whenever we get around, to oh, it. we'll be long out of cryptids by then. Working on M Night moves, <laughs> unless we but, just start making up new ones. Well, we did that, and nobody figured it out. <laughs> we can try. I mean, we'll have to like go create some locally. Mm-hmm. I still I'll think. Get... I, I still think we should pitch a book to some nonfiction pub- publisher called Small Town Cryptid. And just it added. I would love to to submit it and add like one fake one. Yeah, see if anyone notices. And see if anyone notices, and if it makes it to print, it's like, hey, this is bullshit. (laughs) And the other ones aren't. Uh huh. But I mean, it would be like a study of all the towns we've we've talked about that have that are on the map purely because they have married themselves to, like a cryptid. like you know the the Hodag and uh, Point Pleasant and Mothman and. I think there's there there's some there's some something you could do there. I don't know. There there's there's meat to that. Anyway, uh why don't you go to page go to go to page seventy four and tell us what's on it and then I'll play us out. Oh we're in Loch Ness territory. Ooh, there's a submarine and a crossbow. <laughs> oh, what do you know? It's the surgeon's photo. Okay. And but- a bunch of other um Lovely Nessie lumps. So, where do they have from the submarine photos the one that looks kind of like a plesiosaur and the one that maybe yeah. is a fin, but you can also see, see through it? You know, the ones I'm oh, talking sure about? Oh, they do. Yep. Yep. Of course they have the flipper. Yeah, you got to have the thing that looks vaguely like a flipper. The one that's been, you know, enhanced to look like a flipper? Yep. It's it's not just a bunch of moss or something. Hey, I'm I think I got the book. Flip back to these 
lovely, lovely Nessie lumps. <laughs> Check it out. So Bigfoot, Bigfoot's got a big ass, and Nessie's milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yep. Is that what we've learned today? All right. Well, any final thoughts? Well, I thought we could get the Black Eyed Peas to do a a Nessie cover for us. What do you think? Will I am definitely. I don't know about the rest of them. Well, we can dream, right? Yeah. And maybe Will Smith will do a cryptid rap for us if we ask really nice. Oh man, that's my new my my goal is to just have to submit my favorite movies like Will Smith. Please do this. Could you please just summarize my three favorite movies in a rap? I know it's hard to rhyme to... the Stromo. Try your best. <laughs> Oh, uh, Sulaco, excuse me, not Nostromo. <laughs> really? You like Aliens more than Alien? I do, yeah. I think I like Alien a little more than Aliens, but they're hard to compare because one's it's a, a valid, horror movie. It's a valid opinion. One's a horror movie and one's an action movie, and they're both yeah. really good examples of their genres. Exactly, which why that doesn't upset me even a little bit when people yeah. go, really? Now, like, if, yeah, you like, if you like Alien 3 better than them... Then that's a weird... Yeah. Mm. If you like Alien Resurrection... And imagine how good a Will Smith jam about Jaws would be. <laughs> you can rhyme a lot of things with Jaws. Think of all the shit that rhymes with Jaws. Paws, claws, draws. Oh, man. Jaws coming off? Yeah. Jaws. <laughs> Quint. Quint? I was just going to say, like, like, I don't know what rhymes with the Quint, but I assume a bunch of stuff. Print. Lint. <laughs> And he'll just make it up. Ha ha. Hint. He'll just kind of rhyme it. Getting on the boat, they need a hint. Finding a captain by the name of Quint. Yeah, see, I did I it. I think three barrels is mad sufficient. <laughs> Good Fuck try. Yeah, All I right. just we're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our dumb show for an hour. <laughs> And 15 minutes. We love you. Uh, Facebook uh, and, and and Twitter at the Hidden Zoo. Email hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com. And uh, buy some ad space for us on a billboard. <laughs> uh.